Presto. All the news you need to start your day. Good morning, you're listening to News Talk with me, Eamon Torsney. It's Thursday, the 11th of January. I hope you're well. Coming up. We're just seeing it day after day after day. Pain, suffering, death, people being maimed. International court to hear case against Israel and public sector pay talks end without agreement. Plus, we will have all the other news making the headlines and the latest in sport and entertainment. The first up this morning. Pay talks between unions and government broke down without agreement overnight. It raises the prospect of industrial action. Tara Duggan reports. This latest round of talks at the Workplace Relations Commission began before Christmas but were adjourned when no progress was made. The discussions to find a successor deal to building momentum, which expired on New Year's Eve, resumed again in recent days. They'd been making progress on non-pay issues but came unstuck when it came to the issue of wage hikes, breaking down without agreement in the early hours of this morning. Unions had already signalled they were preparing ballots for industrial action in the event of no deal. They say the pay offer was extremely disappointing. Public Expenditure Minister Pascal Donoghue says the government's offer struck a balance of fairness, affordability and the delivery of public services. He's asked unions to reflect, saying the government remains available for talks. Hearings are due to begin later at the International Court of Justice where Israel's accused of genocide against Palestinians. Israel's president has described the action brought by South Africa as atrocious and preposterous, adding the war against Hamas militants is self-defence. Gaza health authorities claim Israel's killed around 23,000 people and starved the region of aid and supplies. Dominic Allen from the United Nations Population Fund says healthcare is collapsing. Here in Gaza, the situation is beyond our worst nightmares and it's getting worse. There's nowhere safe in Gaza. The people that I've spoken to, the hospitals I've visited, the shelters I've seen, lack of food, water, shelter, healthcare, all the basics for life. Gardi are interviewing the 14 people freed from a container in Rosler Port on Monday with the help of interpreters. They say the crew of the ship from Zeebrugge in Belgium are also assisting them with their inquiries. An international human trafficking investigation is underway into the refrigerator container's arrival here with detectives liaising with their counterparts in Europol. The 12 adults and two children are now in the care of the International Protection Accommodation Service and the Child and Family Agency TUSLA. A public inquiry into the UK post office scandal resumes later, looking at the way investigations and prosecutions were carried out. Yesterday, the British Prime Minister promised a new law to exonerate wrongly accused sub-postmasters. Hundreds were convicted on the evidence of a faulty IT system. One of them, mother of three, Teju Adradeo, was given a suspended prison sentence despite doing nothing wrong. My lawyer said, you need to be clear with your kids. All along, I was hiding it from them. And the day before I went to court, I called my oldest and I said, look, mom is going to court and I might not come back. An energy expert says the government should focus on decentralising the energy grid as a way of helping us reach our climate targets. The winter months place a huge amount of pressure on our current system, with warnings that blackouts could become more frequent unless action is taken. Reducing our energy use and reliance on fossil fuels is also an imperative if Ireland is to meet emission targets by 2030. Chris Collins from Schneider Energy says spreading out the power is one way of taking pressure off the grid. It's going to become decentralized. And what I mean by that is, again, moving from a couple points of generation at, at big power plants to every building, every factory, uh, every data center becoming a point of both generation as well as consumption. 
Stand strong in a warrior yoga pose and share the picture on social media to support victims of domestic violence. That's the appeal from Women's Aid, Alliance and the GAA who've come together to raise funds and awareness for thousands of women across the country. Women's Aid CEO Sarah Benson says they hope to create a powerful demonstration of solidarity and support. There's three key asks and if people are interested, they can go to standstrong.ie where they can also register. But what we're asking people to do is to stand in a yoga pose. It's the Warrior 2 yoga pose and to donate or fundraise and then also share pictures on social media using our campaign hashtag, which is WA Stand Strong. Labour is calling for Irish Sign Language to be included in the Leaving Cert. The National Council for Curriculum and Assessment is currently looking into the possibility of introducing ISL as a subject at Senior Cycle. Labour's education spokesperson Aon O'Reardon says there are 17 language courses available for Leaving Cert students at present and ISL should be also an option for them. Irish Sign Language isn't one of those languages and we have quite a number of people in Ireland who are dependent on communicating through uh, Irish Sign Language. So in order to give it the status and indeed the standard it deserves, we believe that um, Irish Sign Language should be made a Leaving Search uh, subject. Director Ella Glendinning says soaps are ahead of the game when it comes to authentic representations of disability on screen. She's recently released her first feature film, Is There Anybody Out There?, and is now working on a historical movie, Curiosities of Fools. Loosely based on a real-life 17th-century painter, it sees Richard Gibson embrace his disabled identity. So it's a disabled theatre troupe who exists to entertain the royals, and they're like this radical, wonderful group of people, disabled artists... But they're still objectified because they're still kind of pets. And Richard, the Queen's dwarf, he sees himself as way above them. Sport now and in soccer, Liverpool beat Fulham by two goals to one in the first leg of the Carabao Cup semi-final last night. The return fixture will take place in two weeks' time. In Gaelic Games, Limerick got their Munster Hurling League campaign off to a winning start last night. Cahill O'Neill and Luke Flynn scored the goals in a 2-21-119 win over Clare in Clare Castle. Armagh edged past Tyrone to claim a 1-14-2-10 win in the Dr McKenna Cup last night. In Enniskillen, Monaghan picked up a 2-9-12 points victory over Fermanagh. And down beat Cavan by 2.15 to 1.15 in Newry. And that is first up for this morning. Please start your day with us again here tomorrow. In the meantime, you can check out all the news you need on Newstalk.com.